Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, and I'm here to chatter down on the farm. I hope I'll get to brighten your day. Over the next few weeks, I'll be here nattering, and I'm sure you know what that is. It's like chattering, and I love to gossip after a long day of taking care of things down on the farm. But before you ask, no, I'm not from Australia, South Africa, or even bloody Mars. The place might smell like Uranus, but I'm from Darset. And that's on the pretty south coast of old England. The knobs call it Dorset, and I'm sure you've heard of that one. There's somewhere like that in Massachusetts or Delaware or somewhere, I know. <laughs> but right now, I'm called a transplant. Like a bloody plant, I suppose, from a greenhouse. I ended up here on a funny piece of land that comes out of the bottom of America. Oh well, that don't sound so good, does it? Everyone talks funny too. I'm running my brother-in-law's farm in the south. To be honest, it's an uphill struggle. It's a place where the men are men and the mosquitoes are always hungry. All the nice looking women stay well away. It's funny, they all say I talk funny too. But to be honest, it's because they don't listen too well. Before you go saying he's a Brit and he likes fish and chips, I'll tell you no, I'm here to natter and I ate batter. Nearly as much as I ate the sticky heat of old Florida. Yep, that's where I ended up. Swapped the rolling green hills of beautiful old England for a flat, sandy, mosquito-covered piece of dirt. <laughs> See, the wife's brother was in trouble. He come over here to make some money, you know, all that American dream thing. Ended up doing something real funny though. Decided to start growing grass. No, 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 not the kind you feed cows, if you needed help with that one. <laughs> anyway, I'm taking care of things now, mostly chickens, few pigs, whilst he's enjoying life in a place with the wrong kind of bars. Well, he says they don't serve beer anyhow. He's an American citizen, see, which means they had no trouble putting him in jail. <laughs> but let's not get into that. You've all heard of a black sheep. Well, I'm sure you have. Well, he's one of them, so we don't talk too much about him. So I decided to keep in touch with the rest of the world right here, bringing you up to date with life on the farm and my view of all the problems in the world. Oh dear, there are quite a few, aren't there? So remember me, I'm Ned Natter, here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. If I brighten your day, I'm happy, and so are you. If you can't understand a word I say, well, I'm still happy, and you, well, just listen a bit harder, mate. You'll get it in the end, I'm sure. Well, I hope, anyway. I don't know whether you heard this expression, mad as March hares. Me old Uncle Mickey used to say it back in England. Hares, well, that's Jack Rabbits to you, I suppose. <laughs> I'm here, and I'm mad, all right. I've been standing here since bleeding March, talking away to myself. You see, the bloody microphone was switched on. So, I'm sorry, but you missed a whole lot of stuff. Before that, though, I was broadcasting for years, but I didn't realise just how limited my audience was. I mean, I was using CB radio. No, 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 not CBS, just the CB part. So he ended up being real popular in a five-mile radius with a bunch of happy-go-lucky truckers. One thing was certain, 
I sure made them 20 hour shifts seem more bearable and the long hauls just slipped away. And it's nice, you know, to know that that driver, that overworked, underpaid person at the wheel of £80,000 of dead weight heading towards you at 50 miles an hour is wide awake with a foot on a brake, somewhere pretty damn close to it. See, right there I did my bit for road safety, eh? Anyway, moving along, I suppose everyone likes a good story. Some folks are good at telling them, some folks are polite, some are not. Some are sarcastic, some are cynical, others go with the flow. I don't know, I like to speak me mind, and I'm kind of a passionate bloke when it comes to farming too, of course. And each week, I'll be bringing you news, not only from the farm, but from elsewhere. I'll be having special features too, you know, like a little book review, film review, that kind of thing, make it all very interesting. Okay. Well, I'll get straight to the point. You've all heard about the Me Too movement, ain't you? Well, I should let you know this right up front. That me Tomcat, his name is Young Charles, has just joined the Meow Too movement. <laughs> yep, he said he's fed up with being called a pussy. <laughs> the cat, he's black and white. I guess you say you're multiracial. What a mutt. In feline terms, anyway. He's got three legs, half a tail, bent whiskers, and one hell of a bad attitude. Definitely Oscar material this year, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Poor thing's decidedly upresented. You know, I mean, I don't know though, maybe he's not underrepresented after all. <laughs> this is Ned Natter, here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you'll find me at nednatter.com. Staying with movies, there's something really odd for me. I mean, I'm no misogynist, you know, a womanator. Well, no more than next bloke. I'm all for women's rights. After all, most of them don't like to be wrong. Well, there you go. That's misogynistic right there, isn't it? Anyway, one of me neighbours, Johnny Johnson, told me he's part of the Me Too movement or something. So I said, what do you mean, John? He says... Well, every time he sees his neighbour's attractive young wife, he shouts out, Me too, sir. <laughs> Last time the husband punched him right in the face. I can't see why. <laughs> Joking aside, some women have always gone with life quite well, aren't they? You know, you never hear about the successes, only the disasters. Like the flyer, you know, Amelia Earhart? Well, they never found her, did they? But I didn't mean that kind of disaster. Just look back in history. I mean, you never saw old Cleopatra scrubbing floors and toilet bowls, did you? Yeah, she was a bit of a scrubber though, I reckon. Only because, though, she wanted to manipulate them Roman men. It was just business as usual for her. Women like her get what they want. All the time. At any rate, the Romans were another story altogether, weren't they? They used to even throw the old Christians to the lines. Oh dear. Well... Good job the old south here where I am was conquered by the Spanish and the French and not the Romans. This place would be overrun with fat lions otherwise. <laughs> anyway, getting back on topic, women usually get their way as I said. Just look at Hollywood. I mean, they cause all the distractions and the men are too busy tripping over their own feet or their bleeding chins to notice what's really going on. <laughs> we never get to see 
much, do we, away from sex and sexualisation? Mind you, I suppose it's human nature. Thinking of Hollywood, I've got an older brother. He's the smart one of the family escaped the farm in Lark, became a lawyer. Mind you, he still shovels a lot of the same stuff I do each day. <laughs> he has his own law firm, Natter, Chatter, Spatter and Goldberg. Well, I, would, I did say Hollywood, didn't I? <laughs> his first wife was from California. She was one of them wannabe acts types, you know. Uh, anyway, according to him, she acted up most days. He reckons she was part of the original me, 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 myself and I movement. Although back in them days it never got its own hashtag. Somewhere between one of them valley girls and one of them Beverly Hillbillies, I suppose. Like a snake, she came with her own supply of potent venom. <laughs> They'd only been married a week when she told him her first hubby couldn't provide for her niece. Yeah, couldn't provide for her, he says. Well, well you know, well, I was thinking, well, he was a millionaire and she couldn't provide for her. Well, you know, there was a rumour even back then that she had her own private parking space on Rodeo Drive. Anyway, she says to him, well, after he went to prison, the money all dried up. His credit cards got cut up and her extravagant shopping trips were over. I thought, well, that makes sense. But then he asked her why her ex was in jail. Naturally, he was thinking, you know, the usual thing, white collar crime, fraud, something financial. But she says, no, attempted murder. Of course, my old brother was taken back. Really totally shocked. So he asked, well, uh, who'd he try a murder? You know, was it like a business associate? You know, something like that? You know, something went wrong? But no. She said it was her. He got pretty close too. It's a good job that BMW bought her was one of them armoured spec vehicles. Being built for the German ambassador who never arrived. Still, it got him thinking at the time she was driving around in his Porsche convertible. You know, no armour there, eh? <laughs> but then again, divorce seems a cheaper option. Better than life or worse in San Quentin, don't you think? This is Ned Natter, here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. Anyway, before straying too far off topic, I'm having a little bit of an English problem. Yeah, seriously, an English problem. You know, it might sound like an illness, but I mean, with all this non-binary talk, you can't say he or she, or even it now. It's all them, they, and that kind of nonsense. It all sounds just like a real bad version of the English language to me. I think that if they insist on us addressing them as they and them, they should drop their given names, eh? Who don't knows should have a number. We'll call it a binary number. How about that? That'll sound just perfect. Hang on though, don't the binary system only consist of two numbers anyway? Oh dear, yep, zero and one. I guess they'll complain about that too. After all, there's only one of each. A straight one, and a round or maybe a little oval one, depending on how you write your zeros. <laughs> Mine always look a bit scrappy, but you know, then again, most of me letters are bent over backwards. <laughs> Two numbers might be out then. Oh well. It'll have to go like this then. Ladies and gentlemen. Men and women. Non-binaries. Kiddies. 
non-binary kiddies, confused pets, <laughs> bewildered politicians, foreign dignitaries and poor old farmers. This is the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. I'll surprise you with one thing, that website. I mean, you wouldn't expect me to have one, would you? Well, nednatter.com, you can look me up and see me there when I'm not here. Funny we was chatting on about women's rights. I have to live with three of them, see? Well, away from the ends and sows, that is. There's me young daughter, Dolly. She's all right, really. Bit slow, though. Fell off her tricycle when she was a little nipper. Never been right since. <laughs> then there be Elsie. Me, trouble and strife. You know, the wife. Very demanding woman she is. Gets bigger each year. So we just get further and further apart as time goes on. Me arms ain't long enough to give her even a hug these days. Then, last but definitely not least, there's me old mum. Nan Natter. Oh dear. She is a miserable, moaning old hag that gets into a state about the simplest things. She hates her limited income, people use coupons at the store, men with beards, men without beards, coupons, yeah, was I say coupons, did I? Yeah, coupons, farm animals, her own reflection even. I mean, I've had to hide all the mirrors, you know, not a bad idea though. She's rude, out of date and over here. I tell everyone she was a stowaway on the Mayflower. And I didn't invite her. Yep, they give me a strange look when I say that. See, they don't understand the humour, do they? She even looks a lot older than 94. I even thought about cutting her down and counting the rings. This is Ned Natter, here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. Come by and say hi. There goes old Nan again in the background. Oh no, you can just hear it. Well, you can't hear it, but I can. You were never off that bleeding phone, young Ned. Go out and get me some ciggies. You know, I can't get me walker through all that mud. Good. <laughs> if it ain't cigarettes, it's food or gin. I heard gin's supposed to make you depressed. No wonder she's been miserable for the past 50 years. Anyhow, over the next few weeks, I'll be introducing you slowly to me family, me friends, neighbours, even a few folks that help out around the farm. There's always a lot going on, so I decided to take it slow, give us a chance to get acquainted with the situation. Sometimes it all gets pretty muddy around here. Oh yeah, mud, we got it everywhere. One thing I do know is that farming is much the same wherever you live on our little planet. Hard work. <laughs> Any rate, that's all mostly for now, we lovelies, but I hope to put a smile on your face and take you away from the rat race or plan for a minute. By the way, I want to leave you with a thought. Today it's dogs. Mine's called Clay, a mutt if there ever was one. He's cross with just about everything and usually pretty cross with it. <laughs> Anyhow, what do you get by crossing a St. Bernard, a Shih Tzu and a Poodle? You got it, a St. Shite Noodle. <laughs> now, I was going to do a little cliche of the day now. This time, it's love is blind. Yeah, I was blind jump when I proposed to Mrs. Okay, well, we better forget that one. And then there's that one, a stitch in time saves nine. 
Elsie put so many stitches in me socks, I can't even get me boots on anymore. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. You know, I was just remembering now, I'm not all geared up for guests, but there's a bloke who's got the next farm. His name's Rush. Floys the old rebel flag over his gate, and he's always has something to say. I start writing it all down in me farm notepad. Trouble is, old Rush is always rushing off to the restroom. Or feeding Andy Tree. <laughs> he's made a great, he would, you know, he'd make a great political correspondent for me, but you know, uh, well, <laughs> he's got an incontinent point of view, if you're not familiar. Never quite finishes his commentary. You know, he even got married eight times. Yep, eight times the same women. They had stopped the ceremony every time so he could go. You know, he comes out with these really amazing situations and answers to these problems of the world. And he says, you know, the answer to that wall building problem, Ned, is real simple. Not a $50 billion question at all, he says. Seeing as all the immigrants are farm labourers, just build walls around the farms. Then it's, oops, got to go, see you, and off he goes. Leaves me like that. So I'm thinking, he's not building a wall around my farm. I'm going to lock him in the bleeding toilet. He's like a dyslexic scientist, you know, spends every day in the lavatory instead of the laboratory. <laughs> I used to think it's always good to listen to both sides of the argument. Well, until I met him. <laughs> he shouldn't be spending money on walls. They should be helping us out. Well, poor farmers out, you know, I mean, uh, you know, a bit of farm aid. I'm not going to miss here. <laughs> yep, I wanted farm aid while I got this Kool-Aid. <laughs> the water tastes horrible around here. And then there's that Gatorade, you know, down here in the south. That's welfare for alligators. <laughs> yeah, well... Sorry, that was a bit lame, wasn't it? I had a lame sheep once too, you know. By the way, old Rush was once a member of the tea party. I like a good cuppa usually, but, you know, bleeding tea party. They should have called it the soda party. Full of fizz to start with. Flat as a pancake in a few days. Alright then, just one more and I'll be off. What's a slug, eh? What's a slug? Well, it's an homeless snail. This is Ned Natter, here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. And remember, show it matters. Unless you want your food made in China too, it's important to remember as farmers. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. I do hope you'll join us on the Ned Natter Show again next time. In the meanwhile, you can find me at nednatter.com, along with all my social media links, wherever they are when they're at home. So, until next time, keep a big smile on your face. Think positive. Don't sweat any of that nasty small stuff. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Don't matter where you live. Your name's Ned Natter. And I'm here to chatter. And until next time, goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs>